Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And this is In Between the Vines. I am Jennifer Phillips Russo here with Kevin Martin. We are specialists on the Lake Erie Regional Grape Program. We have a special guest speaker with us today, Dr. Terry Bates, to continue our talk of the research that's going on at the Cornell Lake Erie Research and Extension Laboratory in Portland, New York. Welcome, Terry. Um, okay, the second project we will be working on, and I, 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 I don't even know if this is publicly announced yet, so shh, anyone listening out there to the world. <laughs> um, so there's another USDA project we'll be working on, doesn't start until April, um, and that is the continuing development of the MyEV software platform for growers. So again, this is, if I wanna get, start working in spatial data, and use spatial data for management on my farm. You know, there's some pretty hefty software out there. <laughs> you you know, many of us are not going to go get a degree in GIS to figure out how to work with this data. So we just said, hey, let's take these very complex programs that do like everything. Like, let's take the Rolls Royce and and then just pick out what are the the very basic things that we need for growers to. Um, process data. So that is, let's collect and upload spatial data, process it so that you can see what the pattern is in the vineyard, and then be able to then use that in variable rate management, right? Let's just boil it down to like very simple things that we need. And so we started with this My EV, My Efficient Vineyard software. Um, and if you want to, so there's a lot of this that is up and running already and it's you can sign up for a free account get on there and we've had training sessions on the very the kind of like the basic elements of it there are tutorials online so instead of us sitting here talking about all of them you can go there and just say oh i want to build my farm well there's a little tutorial on how to build your farm and make blocks. <laughs> and just to add to that, Terry, the tutorials, a lot of people get nervous when they hear tutorials. They don't have an hour to sit in front of the computer and learn something. They're no longer than five minutes each right. tutorial. So, so the longest one is this one at the top that says my EV training session part one, that's like an hour and a half. But that was an hour and a half training session that we had with growers that we right. recorded and put online. But most of these other ones are, you know, capture block boundaries with your phone. You know, that's a five minute tutorial that you can watch and, and then go out and play with it. So that's one, that's a very important point that I'd like to make. This is a beta version of software that we want, like we want to make it better and we want to make it better with grower input. The key factor in there is growers need to use it and break it and say, I don't like the, what it does here. I want it to do this. Give us that feedback and then we'll write that software to have it do what you want it to do. Um, that way in the end, you know, it's a platform built for growers by growers um, and is, is use, a useful tool because that's what we really want is for you guys to use it. Um, Yes, the guy who does the brilliant guy behind this is a guy yes. named Nick Gunner runs his, his own company um, called Orbitus. And so where I'm all about the viticulture data and make it viticulture appropriate, Nick is all about making it uh, the software um, a, a positive, uh, you know, good, positive, easy, useful experience for the end user. So he's very like he worries about like, oh, where should this button go on this screen so that it's intuitive for growers to use? Um, so everything, so 
I call this my spatial data pipeline, right? Establish your farm, put data in it, process it, be able to see it and say, oh, okay, the vineyard's high over here and low over there. Translate that data to, oh, high means three pound vines and low means one pound vines. And there's a process to translate that data. Um, and then we want to get into multi-layer. So if I want to say, oh, how much does my soil relate to, relate to my vine growth, which relates to my yield, right? I want to be able to mine through that data. Um, you know, how do those data layers relate? So we interpolate and integrate that data. And that's kind of more some of the advanced options. Um, and then create management maps. So everything in green on here is already done, active, ready to use, go use it, break it, tell us what you don't like about it and we'll fix it. Uh, some of the, these yellow ones are, these are things that have come out recently like block level record keeping. And that's more uh, or less. So this whole platform is about sub block spatial data. And some growers are like, yeah, I'm not really into that yet, but I, I have 10 different blocks. I wanna look at what my yield is on those different blocks. So you can record data at the block level and then be able to visualize that on your farm. And it might get you into using the spatial data. Uh, the stuff in red is what we've proposed to do in the project, right? So uh, easier ways of translating data and then being able to, again, easily. So these are pretty, what I would, I consider complex spatial data statistics stuff, which, like, again, we're not. That Nobody wants to learn that. Nobody wants to do that stuff. <laughs> so let's try to make it easy to say, okay, I want to do variable rate nitrogen. What do I want? I want my spatial soil map, maybe my spatial vine size map. And then, okay, I want to use those two and go click, click, make me a nitrogen application map. And then and you get that and you go. That's kind of the whole idea. Uh, okay, so the right now the software imports all the the sensors that we already use it, it automatically will import that data so our soil sensor our ndvi sensors our, our yield monitors um it'll just import that data and and you can map it and look at it uh this is from the drone imagery so again we're working on some raster imagery stuff so you know sensor stuff comes in as point data raster data is a like, so I, I say this because there's a lot of people out there that had some, a company that will come in and fly a drone or get a satellite image and they, they are given the raster image and that does not import directly into my EV because that's raster data and we work on point data. You don't need, really need to know the difference, but we've introduced a tool into the software where you can upload a raster image and it'll turn it into a point data. Then you can use it in my EV. And I think probably the most useful thing for many of our growers is to collect their own spatial data using a smartphone. So it's essentially like a scouting tool that you use with your cell phone. We call it the MyEV Data Collector. And again, there's tutorials on how to do this, but there's a little clipboard in the corner of the screen. You click on that and say, ah, oh, I wanna go out and scout for spotted lanternfly. Uh, you can, set up your own data collector for spotted lanternfly, you walk through the vineyard and you collect data on spotted lanternfly and then you map that data. It's coming, you know, you're mapping spatial data and it doesn't matter what data that you wanna collect. If you think Terry Bates is full of malarkey and that NDVI means nothing in my Concord vineyards, I don't care, don't use NDVI. 
If you want to go out and scout for what you think is important in the vineyard, you can use the data collector to set up whatever you want and go collect it. Um, again, use it for pruning maps and then interface that with commercially available um, ag leader or um, what's the other one? SMS? No. No, that, that oh, is. Oh, you're talking leader. about the. Um, Trimble has Trimble. their system, right? And you can use those commercially available things to import that, that spatial map for management into your vineyard. And so that's down the road. We do that now with variable right. rate, shoot thinning, fruit thinning, fertilizer. But I mean, I think as a practice for the industry, it's a little bit worse. Yeah. We're getting down the road a little bit. Uh, oh, this is a picture of the block level recording. So again, this back here is all about spatial data within a block. But if you want to just map your farm, so this is the our research lab. Everyone thinks all we do is Concord, but all these blocks are color coded based on the different varieties that we grow. So we do grow different varieties. Um, and if we if we take the yield in tons per acre that came off of these blocks this year and we wanted to color code that on the map, this is shows us what the yield was. Uh, in our vineyard. And again, you can set these up for anything that you want to collect data on, um, on, the, on a block by block basis in your farm. So it's a little bit more like a farm management software, which was not our original intent, but we think is, uh, you know, a nice add on. Yeah, I would, I would just add that even if you are going to do variable rate stuff, it's really nice to have your farm management software be the same as your, your interpret, your data collection interpretation yep. software, the integration there is, yeah. it should be the same piece of software and not as, so that's cool. And, and this on the whole data pipeline thing, this was one of the yellow blocks. So this just came out and we are, I mean, it, as soon as I started using it, I think I came up with three things that I said, hey, Nick, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do this. And, and so I send that to him and then he works it into the his work plan. To, so again, if you start using this and you're like this, I don't like this part. It's too clunky. Make it make it easier. And then we will. <laughs> right. If we get your feedback. So again, we need your feedback. Uh, okay. Third project. So we went measure, model, and now we're managing. And so many of us use um, machine pruning with hand follow-up. And what if we could just send a robot, robot out into the vineyard <laughs> and prune our grapevines? So this is some work that, again, has stemmed out of the Efficient Vineyard Project. Carnegie Mellon has developed this image sensing technology, which they were using for like berry counting and shoot counting. And, and our cooperator, Abi Silwa from Carnegie Mellon, he's, a, he's an engineer. You know, we said, well, can you measure, you know, could you give us an estimate of pruning weight? And so then we don't have to try to translate NDVI into pruning weight, or can you give us a measurement of like bud count that's in the vineyard right now? And we, you know, can either translate that to pruning weight or just say, hey, you know, I have 600 live buds out here. Um, how many buds do I leave? And then if you can do that and then use the robot to prune that grapevine. This is, you know, <laughs> this isn't something that's going to happen next year. You know, this is kind of technology development that's gonna take a little while for it to ramp up and then become commercialized and, and effective uh, used in the vineyard. So where we're starting doing a lot of this work is we have 
a mechanical pruning trial that's been going on for mm, four or five years now. And it's actually something we should probably have a field day this summer on. Uh, we would have done it last year if it wasn't for COVID. So we have vineyard rows, entire rows that are either pruned, you know, cane pruned by hand, uh, machine pruned with hand follow-up to again, do what we, we kind of do as an industry. We leave longer canes uh, versus a spur pruning with a machine and spur pruning with some summer shoot positioning. Um, all this stems from, we did a project where we compared cane and spur pruning in Concord vineyards. And we all cane prune because the base buds on a Concord vine are less fruitful. So you wanna leave more fruitful buds and that's why we leave longer canes. So we said, well, what if we just left a lot of spurs and made up for the yield the other way, right? Is leaving a lot of them. And guess what, it worked. <laughs> so again, it's, it's, we ran into problems with uh, minimal pruning and like a hedge pruning because we didn't do stuff like maintain vine separation and maintain an open canopy and it caused a lot of problems and people shied away from it. So in this case, we are, we're spur pruning like two to three node spurs. We're trying to maintain a nice um, trellis fill with our cordons and maintain an open structure with the canopy. And if you do those kind of things, it works. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes the pruning process a lot easier. Um, so we are, so we have everything from 100% hand prune, you know, long canes to machine prune spurs. And now we're overlaying the robot on this where we're saying, can we, can we do like a machine pruning and the robot can do the hand follow-up part? And is it easier if it's spur pruned? Or can we work towards a 100% robotically pruned vine that we manipulate the pruning level. So we start imposing our balanced pruning formulas through the robot. So robot goes up, scans the vine, says, this is a two and a half pound vine. I'm gonna leave, you know, 90 buds. Or this is a smaller vine and I'm gonna leave 72 buds and it counts those buds and then it prunes it to that the bud level that you want. Can we start, as Kevin said, being more precise on a vine by vine basis and leaving the exact number of buds that we want to try and balance that vine with a robot. So it's kind of like this long gamut of 100% machine pruned, 100% hand pruned and what are all the different things in between that we can do to to make it more precise. And that's my last slide. And from a, if I had to summarize, somebody said, what are you guys doing in research? And through the research we've done historically to the Efficient Vineyard Project, to the new projects that we have going on, right? So we're trying to make, we go back to our original chart, right? We're trying to match vine size with pruning level, to maintain vine balance so that we have long-term, high yield, high quality, and good revenue in our vineyards. And it's, it's kind of like a whole, they all work together, right? So all the cogs in this, this mechanical grape cluster that we've built, <laughs> we're kind of working in all the little different areas to try to make everything run smoothly, right? How do we use NDVI sensing and relate that to pruning weight? And how does that fit into our crop load model, right? Then how do we process that spatial data so that I know, oh, I have balanced vines in this side of the vineyard and I have 
undercropped or overcropped ones on the other side of the vineyard. And then what do I do about it? Can I do variable rate management? How do I interface the data with the machines um, to do that variable rate management? And we're kind of working on all these different things to, to make it all, you know, as one cog turns, it's gonna turn the other cog down downstream um, in your management practices. It's a lot so, of cool work going on. Sorry, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, I was gonna say before we wrap up, I think there's a lot of interest in robotic pruning, whether or not it's gonna happen next year. So it just, I think doing a service to our growers, you know, in, in talk and asking a few questions that I think that they might have, and maybe you don't have the answers to it now, but maybe we can talk to Abby in the future. Um, did you say that that was a relatively new project at this point or, you know, in the same way my EV is like, we've been working, you've been working on my EV for a while, but you just started a new project with my EV. Right. So this, it starts, I think it actually officially, it starts in January. Those pictures I was showing was that they were already up doing some of the work this year, trying to relate their imagery with when now we're going to go out and collect pruning weights on those vines and they're going to say, yep, we scanned this. We said it was going to be a two and a half pound vine. You said it was a 2.48 pound vine, you know, and see yeah. how close those relationships are. Um, so yes, this started in, in the efficient vineyard project. So Carnegie Mellon in the EV project developed the imagery kind of perfected it for certain things like berry counting and then commercialized it through a, a company called Bloomfield AI. And so that technology is out there commercially, but a spinoff of that was, hey, can we use the same image technology to image dormant grapevines and make pruning decisions on it? And that, so that part's relatively new. The image technology is pretty developed and they just work on the algorithms now. And now we're trying to, it's, you know, you want to, work on the robotics part of it too. Okay. Can I reach out and prune that cane? And it's like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not that easy. You have two canes that cross. And in, so you got to have a really high resolution three-dimensional image to just like your eyes do to go in and, you know, know you're making the cut at the right spot. And then hope the wind doesn't blow. And the snow's falling. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was really probably my most important question is I knew they were still working on the algorithms because the algorithms, and this was probably right before COVID, are a little bit different than what you needed for um, that those original algorithms with crop load management. Yes. So, um, yeah, I think from an economic standpoint, where this really shakes out and how it gets adopted is really going to depend on the engineering of you know, I don't know how many cuts it can make and, and what kind of cuts it can make, whether it's, whether we're modeling it after hand pruning or spur pruning with a light hand follow-up. Um, I think both models are really exciting and going to work and have some potential to really alleviate some of the problems we have with labor, but the value of it, you know, what it has to cost is just going to be what our growers are always focused on. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, my like futuristic vision would be, I mean, right now we have this thing and it slowly scans the vine and we have one cutting arm comes out and it might even miss the cane. <laughs> but down the road, I would see, you know, something that scans the vine pretty quickly. And now you have 10 robotic arms that come out like an Edward scissor hands kind of thing. And 
and then right. it moves on to the next vine. So it's faster. And, you know, if you can do it with one robotic arm, it won't be that hard to do it with multiple robotic arms. Right. Just stay in front of the machine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm actually um, geeking out about the pruning weight map on that. What's that? If you guys, I'm oh, yeah. trying to figure out when you vision, when you're imaging it, are you taking a length and a diameter and then corresponding that to an actual weight? That's, that is exactly what the crew is out in the field doing right now. <laughs> so Abby and his team came up and they've scanned, you know, they have those QR codes hanging in the vineyard yeah. everywhere. So they've come and they've scanned several rows of Concord and we're going to collect pruning weight on those vines. We're going to prune them. We are going to get a total cane length and then a cane weight and a bud count. And so we're going to, yep, that's, it's a lot of data collection. That is a lot of data collection. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff going on. You know, I always say the whole reason I started this whole thing is because I never wanted to collect pruning weight again. And it's very ironic <laughs> because all we do is collect pruning weights now <laughs> and try to relate it to our sensor work. <laughs> Maybe when I retire, the next generation will never have to collect pruning weights. Well, thank you well, for coming out. I was going to say thanks for joining us and thank you for the update. Yeah, thanks for having our growers will really appreciate that in the region and, and hopefully beyond. I know we have some listeners all over the place. So um, my EV is, is a cloud-based platform. It works anywhere. So if you're interested in using it, you do not have to be in the Lake Erie region. And uh, I know Terry appreciates it when it gets used wherever viticulture is happening and grapes are grown. So thank you all for joining us. We will, we will see you I think in the next couple of weeks, we're going to take a brief hiatus for, for the holiday. So enjoy, enjoy the, uh, the, your holiday, and we will be back with you next year. Thanks a lot. Take care, everyone. Thanks.